So we're holding by Malach Malif, where in Perigimel, Pasuk Yudgimel, the shear was started as a schosli linishmas, Yechaskal Shraga ben Avram Yehuda, it should also be a schosli linishmas, Rebichil Mechel ben Asher, and Chaim Eloza ben Shemshanarye, as well as a schos for Fushlema, Femosh ben Miriam, Yosef ben Achim ben Chava, and Chaim Moshe ben Malko. So we're in the middle of the dream where Hashem asks Shloimeh to make a request of him. And Shloimeh, instead of asking for Oisher and Chavoid and Arichas Yamim, Shloimeh instead asks for Chachma to be able to serve Hashem properly and to be able to judge the people. So Hashem is pleased by the request. And Hashem tells Shloimeh that he will give him Chachma on a level that's incomparable to those that came before him and those that will come later. And now in Pazikud Gimel, Hashem tells Shloimeh that he's also going to grant him those other requests that Shloimeh did not ask for. So Pazikud Gimel, In addition, even that which you did not request, I will give you wealth, honor, that is never been granted to any other man amongst the kings like you, that you will receive this, uh, this bakasha, um, you will receive this gift all of your days. So Hashem tells Shloimah, you did not ask for Aisha, you did not ask for Chavayt, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Now the Marikara explains that the Chachman that Hashem gave Shloimah will lead organically to Aisha and Chavayt. First of all, it's a Pasuk in Mishlei that says, that someone who is worthy has Bismaylei Aisha v'chavayt. And in addition, he says, that the Chachma that Shloimei had attracted followers, attracted people from far and wide to come and visit Shloimei. They wanted to hear and they wanted to partake of his wisdom. They would bring him gifts of precious items. And those precious items would make Shloimeh wealthy, and as a result of Shloimeh's Chachma, they add a natural respect for him. And so says the Marikara, that's why the Chachma itself is going to lead to Gam Oisher, Gam Kavod. The Kisei Nochan has an interesting question. We see here that Hashem gives Shloimeh a bracha that he's going to become tremendously wealthy. Shloimeh later on was punished for gathering too much wealth, too much kesef izav. Now, if in his dream, Shloimeh really only asked for Chachma, and Hashem rewards him with, in addition to Chachma, he says, I'm going to make you Gam Oisha, Gam Kavad, I'm going to make you exceedingly wealthy, even though Shloimeh didn't ask for it. So when Shloimeh goes out and gathers the money, Hashem, it's just a kiyam of the bracha that Hashem was giving him. Why is Shloimeh punished then for seeking out and gathering the gold and silver? Hashem promised him he would be wealthy anyway. So the Kisei Nachan explains that Shloimeh's chesaron was that he should have been content with the gold and silver that he had received up to that point, and that any further gold and silver that was coming to him, he should have patiently waited for Hashem to bring it about organically, instead of pushing the issue and going and gathering and being proactive to bring a kiyom of the bracha himself, he should have waited for Hashem to bring it about, and therefore, says the Kisei that's why, despite the fact that it was a bracha from Hashem, Shloimeh was punished for gathering the gold and the silver. So, Pasuk Yedalit, Hashem adds that he's going to give Shloimeh one more gift. Pasuk Yedalit, if you follow in my ways, to keep my chukim and my mitzvahs, in the same way that your father David went, then I will lengthen your days. Hashem tells Shloimeh that if he keeps the Torah and the mitzvahs, then he, and he follows in David's path, then Hashem is also going to grant him arichas yamim. And the obvious question is, why is Arichas Yamim tied to a condition? 
that Shloyma, in order to earn Arichas Yamim, that he has to keep the mitzvahs. But Oishar and Chavayin is just simply Kol Yamecha. There's no conditions tied to it. Hashem tells Shloyma, you're getting Oishar and Chavayin, but you're not without a condition. But you want Arichas Yamim as well? Well, that you're going to have to earn. Why is there a difference? So Rashi explains, and he brings down from the Medrash, that the reason why Arichas Yamim was tied to a condition is because that's the way that the Torah says it in Pasha Shoftim. The Torah there, when talking about Saimtasim Alecha Melech, about appointing a Melech, says that Levilti Rum Levavoy Meachav, that a king has to be careful not to become haughtier than his brothers. Levilti Sermon Amitzvah Yamim not to turn away from any mitzvah. So that in order that he and his children will have length of days. So the Torah establishes this condition. So therefore Hashem did not grant this gift directly to Shlomo because the Torah itself had previously said it as a tonight that in order to be zaycheh to that you need to keep the Torah in the mitzvah. So therefore Aisha and Chavad could be given directly unconditionally. But if Shlomo wants to earn a richas yamim then he has to follow what the Torah says which is that you have to keep the mitzvah in order to be zaycheh to a richas yamim. And the Radak says that this is exactly what happens to Shloimai. Later on, we will see that Shloimai makes mistakes and he's held accountable by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And as a result, he does not live an extremely long life. He doesn't even live to the 70 years of David. According to most of the Mepharshim, he died at the age of 52, which was, a, which was younger than David, certainly was not a long life. However, all the way until the end, he did have Oishim and he did have Kavod. So you did see, you do see that the bracha that Hashem gave him actually was Mekoyim. The ones that were unconditional were given to Shloimai anyway, despite his mistakes. The Dubna Magid gives his own pshat in why Oishim and Kavod was tied to uh, uh, was given unconditionally, whereas Arichas Yamim was given with a Tanai. And obviously there's a hint of Musr coming from the Dubna Magid. He says that Arichas, that Oishim and Chavayit, that Hashem gave Shloimai, is, is unconditional. That a person can receive as a gift. However, when it comes to Arichas Yamim, it, it depends on the person. When you have a Rasha, even if a Rasha turns old and his hair is white, but nevertheless, he's not called a Zakain. And that's not called Arichas Yamim because he's considered a nar. He's considered a foolish child, despite the fact that maybe in age, he has aged a very long time. But, but from the terrorist perspective, he's called a nar. Conversely, when you have a tzaddik, who's misogal in mitzvahs and mice and toivim, he's called a zakain, even if he's very young, because he has accomplished a lot. So ziknus and narus is really tied to a person's accomplishments. So therefore, it, it, it has to be that if, He's going to be zoichet harichas yamim. He's going to be called a zakain. It can only be through doing Torah and ma'isim taivim, and that's what the Dubna Magid says. Therefore, as opposed to Aisha and Chavod, which could be given to anyone in order to be zoichet harichas yamim, or what the Torah calls a zakain, you have to indulge in Torah and ma'isim taivim.